Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Hey, everyone. So we're going to jump straight into this one. I've got my uh, good buddy, Andrew Bond, over in New York on the line. Nice little Skype call. And we're going to be talking about the fundamentals when it comes to you getting maximum results out of your training. Now, you know how much at Optimize Your Body we preach about how important it is to lift weights properly and do it, you know, do it effectively, especially when it comes to, you know, the structure of your training. Training the full body is the best way to get results. And you know what? You can do it much, much easier because the goal should be to to get maximum results, um, elicit the maximum amount of change you can with your strength, your performance, and your body for the least amount of effort. Right, Andrew? Do you agree with that, mate? I love that, Marty. Yeah, maximum results, uh, minimal effort, actually. So that goes with your nutrition um, and with your training as well. Mm. Um, I think we're all guilty. You know, even now we're probably guilty ourselves of kind of pushing intensity a little bit too much, right, Mart? Absolutely. Uh, but from the way we used to train, from uh, split routines, which were made popular um, by bodybuilders, to full body training, probably two to three times a week, we've noticed a, a huge change in our own bodies and with the gains we've made as well. So, Absolutely. And this is, it just, let's just talk about our, our switch really and uh, how our paradigm was completely shifted when we changed from doing one body part per session to doing the whole body two, three times per mm. week. And then what we were doing then is we were doing those resistance band sessions right on the days in between uh, just to get that's an it. extra extra boost on the uh, on the muscle building effect and, and aid recovery. But that's a whole other story. For the average person listening to this, um, getting those main foundational workouts in, those two to three full body sessions in every week, even if it's two sessions and, they're going to get pretty significant results, right? Yeah, definitely, Martha. I'm training the body parts more frequently as opposed to kind of training them once a week. Um, it's been a big game changer for myself. The only issue you're going to have if you are switching from training every day to three times a week is probably more of a psychological issue, I guess. Um, sometimes you feel when you, you know, you, you need to do a heavy session each day to maximize your gains or to uh, burn body fat. That's not quite the case, right? Your diet and your nutrition will dial in the rest. Ultimately, you want to be hitting the body parts three times a week as opposed to hitting them once per week. And you are going to get um, what would be the correct word for you're going to get maximum gains from that, Mart. Um, Absolutely. And I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Sorry, just to talk about what you said then about um, coming back to intensity, right? A lot of us feel like we, we, we look at training as, as a workout, right? We've got to go into the gym. We've got to push ourselves. We've got to go in there and we've got to get out of our comfort zone, you know, and really, really, you know, go for it in the gym. But in fact, it's quite the opposite, right? You know, when you start treating each exercise, as we've mentioned before on the podcast, like a skill, so you're trying to get really good at each exercise and get the technique down to a T, really focusing on that mind-muscle connection. And it's something that, you know, obviously I'm leading up to a competition now. I've got a comp in, in five weeks' time, and I've been doing much less weight than I, than I normally do, much less. And, and I'm doing it with, I'm doing control reps. I'm really honing in on technique. I'm making sure my core is engaged. And I'm just really, as I said just then, treating each movement like a skill, especially those fundamental movements like the squat, the deadlift, the overhead press, the bench press. 
because you know they are very technical so it's not about going into the gym and really working hard it's more about if anything for most people just slowing down and focusing on training more frequently to your point end and it's a big one for me kind of constantly training to failure right overdoing intensity because you're training the body part once a week um i found that kind of stopping one to two reps short of failure like you said earlier has allowed me to kind of complete reps with better form and avoid being more susceptible to injuries you know kind of the pain you were in probably post leg session before you probably wouldn't be able to walk for a week right i remember i put you through some savage sessions in the past oh, and i man, felt yeah. that that was the only way that we could grow muscle right definitely and now we know we now know especially the way your legs have developed recently mm. you now know that that's not exactly true right mm. trying to build obviously volume over time and intensity and things like that you can do that progressive overload with your training but it doesn't mm. always have to be to the point of failure definitely, ultimately man. failure can be used now and again right as a mm. tool but it shouldn't be done every session. Like I, science I, says, it's not necessary to elicit change. Such a good point, mate. Such a good point. And honestly, now, like, I'm, I'm sometimes second, like, second guessing myself, Anne, because I'm going back now for the first time in a while because I haven't competed for like over three years, you know, as, as you were there in Toronto supporting me, right? Um, but I'm just, I feel like I'm not doing enough. But then I'm looking at my body yeah. in the mirror and I'm like, I am in the shape mm. of my life. You know, I'm literally right. like, my muscles are full. Like my legs are almost my best asset now from training mm. them frequently. Just from doing yeah. like those, sticking to those three full body sessions per week. So talking about the frequency now, that means I'm hitting my body parts, you know, three times more often really than the average person because the average person yes they might be doing more volume like the average the average kind of gym bro yeah he might be doing more volume on the session and breaking the muscle down more for let's just say for his legs but he may only be doing that once a week twice a week at most whereas yes when i train i'm not going as intense nowhere near i'm doing one or two exercises for legs um and then i'm doing the rest of the body and then I'll do that again and again, three times in a week. And by doing that, my legs have just blown up. And so that, that frequency mm. and sending that muscle building signal, because I think people need to realize that um, up to about three days, basically, the muscle building yeah. signal, that anabolic muscle building signal will last for up to 72 hours, three days, give or take um, maximum. And after that, the muscle building signal then begins to fade and completely die. So then you, you if you're not training the body part again and you're leaving it, for let's just say until the following week that means you're going three four days in a week without sending the muscle building signal right and to, to that particular body part yeah and when it's elevated is a really good sign right that it's prioritizing building muscle but if you're not training that body part for another week then you're probably going to get like diminishing returns i guess um just look at how popular kind of split routines were made popular by um bodybuilders right so you know, in the 70s, probably the, the bodybuilders like Arnold, they were training uh, body part splits, I believe, right? Uh, sorry, they were, they were prior to that, they were training full body. Mm -hmm. Now they're training body part splits, right? Um, Absolutely. Unless you are on anabolics, um, you'll probably get that muscle building signal from using uh, ergogenic aids like testosterone, right? So if you're, a, if you're a bodybuilder and you want to hit arms one day, legs the next, chest the next day, and you're not training the body, that body part for another week, then likelihood it is you will get good returns on that. But for your average person, average gym goer, or even for like physique models like yourself or bodybuilders, this is probably more advantageous. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. And it's just been lost over the years. That's the only thing because of the world of, just say the word steroids, just in case people don't know what you're talking about with anabolics and whatnot. Um, because, no, sorry, not only because nowadays, most people will know, but nowadays, 
bodybuilders, bodybuilding now the sport has became, you know, yes, the genetic anomalies, but it's also, um, you know, who can take them? They're taking so many uh, different types of drugs nowadays, performance enhancing drugs, that it doesn't matter what they're training, right? And a lot of these guys are doing like split body parts. So they just, you know, they'll, they'll, you'll see on their Instagram or the socials that they're doing, they, they, they're going to town on one body part at a time. But in fact, like you said, uh, back in the day, the days of Arnold and whatnot, Frankie Zane, all those days, they weren't really taking, sorry, back in those days, they weren't really taking the stuff they're taking now anywhere near a fraction of that amount. And, you know, even Arnold does say that, you know, for, for the average person, full body uh, done more frequently is going to get much better results. And in my experience, mm. and um, you know, 80 to 90% of people, I would say 90% plus, if I'm honest, of people I train, because most people I train are just kind of day-to-day people, um, respond much, much better from doing the full body. Uh, and that is, you know, one element is training frequency, but there's, there's other, other elements too, right? Of course, man. And I think the, the issue is that, you know, we look at certain people on social media and they're doing kind of split routines, right? And they have tremendous physiques and then we are looking at that person and thinking that's the only way to train but it's not you know you sometimes need to take a step back and understand that we are all different and individual and we need to train specifically for our own body types um coming back to the point you made there about you know obviously average gym or people that you train um another um a point i like to make is that you know it's more time efficient as well right mart it's yep. you know it, most of us haven't got the time to train six, seven days a week. You know, we are, um, for us, it's a little bit easier because we work in gyms. Mm. But I still, these days, don't want to train that often. No. Since no. I've changed from training that that much to two to three times a week, it's made my life much easier in terms of my productivity and time to do things with, I guess, um, family and things like that. I think if we're looking at health as a whole, then we need to build quality relationships with those close to us. So if we're constantly in the gym, then we're not going to have that time to spend with loved ones or with children or with family or friends. So, you know, I think that's one of the most important factors of help building those strong relationships right now. And if we're in the gym constantly and worried about our body and the way we look, then those relationships are going to suffer and our health will suffer as a result, right? Absolutely. And to that point, without going off uh, on a tangent too much, the new study came out and it said, you know, if you're experiencing bad relationships in your life, so if you're in these, you know, these kind of turmoil bloody you know crazy bad relationships which are bringing you down and stressing you out it's the equivalence of smoking 15 cigarettes a day right so that's how how important relationships are we always talk about that we always say you know relationships is one of the four pillars of health but without going off too much onto that sustainability and consistency right is a key point and for you to have, it's all about having balance in your life. And I'm finding that now, and because I'm, uh, I'm doing the full body three times per week, but then obviously because I've got a show, I'm in the gym then, you know, working, doing, doing the target sessions, um, you know, similar to what's on our program. And I'm just targeting my weaker body parts on the days in between then. So I'm in the gym now six times per week. So that is, it is challenging. And, and I've noticed now that, you know, my social life and my relationships um, are actually taking a bit of a hit. You know, something's got to give. So for the average person to be in the gym six times per week consistently, week in, week out, um, it just it just doesn't happen for the most part, right? So, yeah. you know, it is, you know, especially people who want to, they've just started out, especially the, 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 new, the new people to the gym or even the average gym goer, to be able to, what you've got to look at with health and fitness um, in order to, 
you know, most people listening to this want to change the way their body looks, right? But it's all about health, as we always talk about. And for you to be able to sustain what you're doing for the rest of your life, that's the way you've got to look at it with fitness and with any kind of program you're going to follow. It's, can I keep this going for the rest of my life? And even me, right? There's no, I would find it hard, even the level I'm at now and Andrew, and what what I mean by level I'm at is living in a gym, right? Even I would find it hard to commit to six sessions per week for the rest of my life. So that's the way you've got to look at it because the person who goes to the gym consistently, even once or twice per week for their whole life is going to get much better results than the person who is on the, you know, on or off wagon going six times per week, training and half for a holiday and then falling off and then repeating the cycle so that's an important point and you've got to ask yourself what's, what's it actually for like if you're not training for a competition like you are Mart, right and you're not doing fitness modeling like i am right um why are you in the gym that often you don't need to be like you can just stay at home if you really want to do a little workout then go for a walk okay and just do a little band session um, but other than that, you don't need to spend as much in the time to elicit change. Uh, sorry, as much time in the gym to elicit that type of change in your body. Exactly, it's simple exactly. enough. Um, you made a point earlier about um, being able to focus on form and, and exercise specific exercises. Um, you've been doing that a lot more with your training right now. Um, yeah. This type of training allows you to um, focus on the the more efficient exercises, like take deadlifts, squats, uh, lunges bench press for example they're all big compound lifts and these are the exercises that you need to practice to get the best results right rather than going in once a week and doing say a squat for legs then going on to the leg press then going on to the leg extension then doing a hamstring curl you don't need to spend as much time doing those smaller exercises and as your session probably goes on you're probably getting more fatigued and more fat, more tired so those exercises are becoming less effective right mm, exactly uh, so yeah, that's right. And, know, and those exercises, like you said, those exercises do have their place. But for most people listening yeah. to this and for just for uh, as a whole, on the whole spectrum, the majority of people are really not honing in on those compound movements and they're really not placing enough value on, on, the, on consistently doing the kind of movements that Andrew was just talking about. And, you know, you might look at a program or look at our program, for example, and go, oh, well, you know, I've kind of seen all these exercises before. You know, you're kind of expecting all these fancy exercises. And, mm. you know, obviously we have put different stuff in there, you know, especially the unilateral stuff we put into the plan. Um, just using that as an example, which, which means doing single leg and single arm stuff because most people have imbalancements and whatnot, imbalances within the muscles. But yeah, I think just focusing on those movements, those big compound movements, squats, deadlifts, those kind of things, and doing them consistently and molding them into into your plan two to three times per week. So for example, if you were going to train twice per week, talking about the topic we're on, uh, sustainability, to keep it sustainable and, and get maximum results, one day you would start off with squats on your, on your or let's just say, you know, Eight, eight out of ten, nine out of ten people can't really do a squat with good form. So, which is why I think, like you mentioned, lunges are probably more important. So, for example, you could do lunges at the start of your workout and then work your way through the body. And then do your, you know, your overhead press and work your way down. And if you've got time, then you can even do arms, abs, and calves at the end. But the most important thing is just, I would say, just covering the main body parts. So, legs, and then go to back, and then go to chest, then go to shoulders. And once you've done one or two exercises on each of those body parts, if you do that two, three times per week, that's going to get you insane results, right? 
True, mate. And, you know, if you do want to do those fancy exercises, why not do them on the days in between where you do a little focus session, a little pump session, right? Mm. Um, we know, you know, sometimes our programming isn't full of fancy exercises because we know what works, right? We know we know these compound lifts and um, these exercises have been used for a long time. We know they work. Definitely. All right. So, you know, we, we're in the social media world, we're following trends and people want to see what's fancy, but really the most effective exercises are the ones that work for the the last 50 years. So compound movements, um, you know, if you want to work chest, then we're going to do a bench press, which is more effective than doing a fly or a cable fly. Definitely. Um, And just think of it that way. So if you're programming yourself, keep it simple, but keep it effective. Definitely. And yes, that kind of covers that point. But going going on to, I'd say I'd like to talk about, you know, recovery and and, and adaptation. So just, just to simplify that, we mentioned intensity and a lot of us, the way we kind of judge that we've done a good workout, our, our kind of perception of a good workout is, oh, I'm aching, you know, that is just such a kind of poor way to look at progress, right? In fact, we've said this before, but if anything, you know, we're doing too much, most people. So we're aching for longer than a day or two, which normally means you've overdone it. So you've broken down probably a little bit of connective tissue as well as muscle. And then your body is just going to prioritize the recovery process over building muscle, which is why, what the beauty is about just taking the intensity down. Because I know, once again, most of the audience listening now, probably when they go to the gym, like to really push it and go hard. And that does have its place, but you know, you're going to, you're going to be, your body's going to be prioritizing recovery, right? And instead of actually, you know, just doing enough to elicit change, as we mentioned at the start. Yeah. And you're, you're constantly going to be fighting that as well, Mark. Um, you know, I think, I think it's a difficulty I have with clients as well is that we're, you know, they come from, uh, these type of classes such as a boot camp and circuits and things like that. And they constantly ache in for, a week after a session and then they may do a session with me and they feel like they can do more as they leave the gym or, you know, they're, they're not getting that aching feeling anymore, which again, as you said earlier, is, is probably overdoing it. Right. Mm. Um, and you will get, you know, you know, so that's as a, tr- if you're a trainer or coach listening, um, you need to give them a, a scientific reason as to why this would work. Yeah. Um, and I think, Obviously, when you are aching, like you you do after the gym, sometimes you're you're going to ache when you introduce new modalities and, and kind of new rep ranges and new exercises initially. But if you are constantly getting that aching feeling for weeks and weeks after you're following a uh, a block of training, then the chances are you're overdoing it or you're under recovering, under sleeping, not getting enough protein in. So you got to look at these other issues as well. Definitely, and that's such a battle. And I'm glad you mentioned that point now, talking about. The point we're on recovery is is uh, most people they you know they, they who come to me they used to be in one way or another push quite hard so normally coming from those classes whether it's you know F forty five or whatever kind of intense boot camp they've been doing and then they come to you because they've plateaued or they've you know been on holiday they put weight back on they come to you and they're like right you know I want to make some changes I'm ready to go you know and then they've got, they come in with that mindset of you know go go go. And then you're all of a sudden getting them to do a little bit of mobility at the start of the session. And then you're getting them to hone in on technique and, and, and doing stuff which is more of a moderate intensity. Um, most people actually like it when they start realizing, actually, this is quite painful because I'm applying a lot of tension to muscles I've never really used before. Um, but then some people, they don't really last with you, right? And it's, it's hard to keep, it's very hard no matter how good you are. Like Andrew and I have been doing this for a lot, a long, long time. 
um, it's very hard to communicate. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're good at communicating, very good at communicating, because that's that's the art as a trainer. But it's hard to yeah. retain those people because they'll go back to their old ways of you know chasing the feeling of of walking out, like crawling out of the gym. And then having to lie down on the couch instead of really how you should be feeling. I think a good marker of a good session or having a good trainer is you leave feeling quite energized. And, and don't get me wrong, the next day or two, you probably will feel like you've done something, maybe a little bit tender. Um, but, you know, you should be good to go again the next day, at least good to go and do not another full body kind of session with all those uh, big lifts we mentioned. But to be able to do something the next day, if you wanted to go to the gym, you could go to the gym yeah. and do, you know, like a target session, like Andrew mentioned earlier, where you're just using machines and stuff. Yeah, and I think uh, most people um, have an unhealthy relationship with training, right? So they're treating uh, exercise as a punishment. You know, they may binge on the weekend, and then when it comes to Monday, they want to work themselves as hard in the gym as they possibly can, thinking they're going to burn more calories that way. Um, so that's that's the real issue here, Martin. I think any you know any trainer right can make someone hurt. Like I can take someone to the gym and I can give them the most savage session, mm-hmm. and I can destroy them for the week or two. That's, what, that's what we used to do, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, of course, man. That's that, and when we first started out, that's what I would look for. I would look for the hardest session I could find for that client. And I would push them to the extremes. Um, any trainer can do that. Like a quality trainer will make you feel good, not just during that session, but for the long term, and and start making behavioral changes with the body. Now, uh, exactly. small little changes. I talked about this on my Instagram story yesterday. Yep. Um, like and and that will work best for for any client. There are times where you're going to be pushed to the extremes, mm. depending on what training modality you will be doing. But mm. for the most part, like Martin said, you want to be feeling decent when you come out of the session you want to be able to function on the next day for work for family life mm. for training and then move on and like you said mate there is a place for the intensity right because um you know let's just say strength training when you when you're going quite heavy with the weights and you're focusing on building strength you're doing quite a lot of volume but the intensity is not quite as high and then as you what i mean by volume is you're doing like multiple sets um, but you're doing kind of kind of less reps, but you're doing you're doing heavy weights, so it's it's um, it's a lot of training volume. And then there is a place though, there is a place for the high volume kind of um, sorry high intensity, high repetitions. There is a place for that. And I've got, for example, one client now. He's uh, he's he wants he's going to Vegas, and he wanted me to to whip him back into shape for that. But he's 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 getting it going again now for for good anyway. The training, but. I'm now, I've, I've built him up to that level now where he's doing the supersets and he's doing the high volume, which is yeah. what most people really love. But, you know, you have to build up to that level. And I know what a lot of people are probably thinking as well. It's like, you know, you almost have to try and kind of convince people really in a way that, because um, certain people want to work on certain body parts. Like a lot of women want to work on bum, for example, glutes. And they're probably thinking, oh yeah, but like deadlifts and squat, is that enough? And it's like, once again, if you're doing it frequently, Talking about all the points we've talked about, if you're doing it frequently and you're going to be consistent and you're going to you know, not go too hard and allow your body to recover properly, trust me, you will build muscle. And don't get me wrong, there is a place for like barbell hip thrusts as well, um, which both the glutes is a great exercise. So, yeah. Yeah, doing it frequently and performing the exercises efficiently. I think, you know, we, we um, alluded to earlier that. Um, when you're doing strength training or muscle building that we should be doing these exercises efficiently with good form. Um, if you are doing the exercises like a squat efficiently, uh, your deadlifts efficiently, then you should be finding, you know, your hamstrings, 
And like you said about women, they want to train their glutes, so you should be firing your glutes plus adductors and those those hard to reach areas. When you're doing those those type of bang for buck exercises correctly, then you will elicit change in your body, right? You don't have to do like mini band walks or this and that every day. Just thinking that that is going to work to grow your glutes. Exactly. These these big compound exercises are going to work much more efficiently. So definitely, that's exactly that's, right. And, and that's just another thing we've, we've kind of alluded to before is like when you look at people on Instagram or whatever, women doing all the fancy band stuff and they're in incredible shape, a lot of them do get those results from lifting heavy weights and doing it for years and years. Plus, they're anomalies, anomalies right, Drew, in terms of genetics. Like, yeah. You know, so. yeah, exactly. And I think um, let's talk about, obviously, we have our own program, right? Um, yep. Shameless plug here, but yeah, all like um, when you're doing a... Uh, a full body routine, right? The programming should be more sufficient than an actual split routine. I think we've been in the past kind of guilty of being stuck in that same modality of uh, eight to 12 rep ranges because we know science proves that is uh, a, a better, a better phase for muscle building. Um, but you should always do the reps that you aren't uh, doing right now. I think what you know you probably can uh, relate to this but when you change the strength training your strength shot up and definitely it, it will well for your body as well right yeah for the most part not not every split routine but for most split routines there are good coaches out there that do right programs for split routines but um the workouts aren't phased correctly or efficiently they don't go through like a strength phase hypertrophy phase endurance phase etc they kind of stay in that same same eight to twelve rep range that's right you know bodybuilders are typically only focused on 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 aesthetics right and how how they look as opposed to strength gains and improving like endurance and improving mobility and so on so you know typically we know from what we've learned that our body is an adaptation machine right you said this before so after every three or four weeks it's probably going to adapt to the workout which isn't necessarily a bad thing but if you keep doing that then it could hinder your goals and and kind of the progress you get and you might not see the changes that you are looking for so that is exactly right and that kind of sums up everything i was talking about about the skills of each exercise and recovery uh people get adaptation mistaken for recovery they're like that when they're aching like i said earlier and they feel like oh yeah you know i've had a good workout but in reality it's quite it's quite the opposite to that your body should be adapting you should eventually start recovering faster and you should be getting good at each exercise you should be you know maybe increasing weights or increasing reps but your technique should be improving and your body when you start building muscle that is the key thing to that's the kind of key outcome really for for everything is adaptation your body adapts to what you're doing um, and you start building muscle and getting stronger and then obviously you can adapt too much if you stay within that phase for too long so just summarize it for us then and um, and just uh, those three points just uh, wrap it up for us I thought that was the summary there, mate. <laughs> nah, mate. I'm going to put you on the spot now. Yeah, so uh, training frequently. Um, so train the body parts three times a week as opposed to one, okay? Um, think about your intensity. You know, uh, high intensity can be used from time to time uh, to elicit change, but it doesn't have to be the norm, okay? Um, adaptation and recovery process. Um, you'll save time doing it, um, and your program will be more sufficient. Lovely. Lovely. And with that, right, we have, I was just thinking then, because we have uh, free guides over on our new website, folks, by the way. It's now live, so we can officially announce it. And the Fat Loss Fundamentals Guide has a great four-week full-body 
plan built into it, a strength plan. And as we were saying then, you know, whatever you're not doing in terms of the, the training modality, most people are doing high intensity or the eight to 12 rep range, most people are. Um, so this is a strength phase. So it's a full body strength phase and it'll, it'll get most people great results because I'm guessing most people are not doing that kind of training where they're lifting the heavier weights for the less reps and especially doing the full body. So if you head over to optimizeyourbody.com, go over to our programs and, and click onto the free guides and all you've got to do is enter your email address and sign up for our newsletters and you'll get your free fat loss fundamentals guide, like I said, which has the, the full body program built in there. But not only that, it has um, built in nutrition advice in there as well, which teaches you how to calculate what calories your body needs in order for you to shift body fat and keep it off. We also have our free ab guide and our free fasting guide. And for a limited time only, this is exclusive because we have just launched the program, our main program we were talking about, our, I think it's a 10-week plan, yeah, a 10-week program, the Optimize Your Body version one full body training program is now half price. So head over to optimizeyourbody.com and enter code OPTIMIZEYOURBODY for 50% discount. And that isn't going to last long, people, so go check it out. Anything else you wanted to say, Drew? Uh, no, thanks for having me on the show, mate. It's been a long time, so I'm glad to be back. Um, hopefully, we can do this a little more often. Oh, we will be. See you soon, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.